Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yo, people, what is good? And welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Get the Belt, home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. My name is Miles Hart. And welcome back. And thank you again for tuning in. Let me just turn off these sounds. I'm recording this live right now. Well, I'm not recording it live, but I'm recording it on 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 the video so I can see me and then I can hear the sound effects from last week's episode going off in the back and it's throwing me off. So let me go ahead and quickly just mute them things there. Amazing. So welcome back. How's everyone doing? How did you guys enjoy the last episode? It was so good. I wish I had got more clips because Ramel, shout out to Ramel and thank you so much again for coming on. Ramel London came on um, last week. We filmed it. But you see, if you listen to the episode, you would have heard us talking about when you have to do everything your motherfucking self. We, I had these two good, 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 good quality cameras set up in this dressing room. And it, I'm recording with these headphones, but it's killing my vibe because I can see how I look and I'll be looking like Michael Jackson right now. I got this one, now two curls in the front of my face looking crazy. Let me just, one. Ooh, right. <laughs> I just flipped my shit back together. Um, See, so I had these two professional cameras set up. One was balancing on a, uh, on a massage table and the other one was on a good, a good stand. I didn't have enough hands to take everything to where we were recording um but you know i'm saying that to say we were talking about doing shit all by yourself so i'm sat here now doing doing it by myself um i didn't lost my motherfucking trailer thought well that's the that on that <laughs> basically shout out to uh uh, Romeo London for coming on last week. It was a dope episode. That's what I was saying. I had wish I had more clips of the video and the sound. But basically, this one camera, I got this Sony AX7, the latest one, of course. You know, I like me some nice things. Um, and it would just stop record recording when it felt the time was up, I guess. It was like, you know, it was like one of them bottoms that would just stop halfway through. You think it's all going good and then, oh, wait a minute. And it's understandable. It's understandable, but you got to know why the bo bottom is, is stopping. you got to get to know it. And I, if this camera is my bottom, I don't know it too well. I need to read some manuals. <laughs> I need to make some calls and phone around to the other people that had done use this camera before. <laughs> how, am I, how, am I, how am I meant to be doing this? But um, I think I got it sus right now. Um, and yeah, 
I don't have a camera team looking behind to tell me if the thing's not recording off, off my head looks crazy. I gotta look at myself now in the video and see see this Michael Jackson impersonator, but hopefully the curls stay up. But yeah. Well, that was a very fucking long-winded way of saying welcome back to Get The Belt Podcast. Um, yeah, thank you for everyone that tuned in. Thank you for everyone that shared. Um, hello to all the new uh, listeners that only heard the episode um, or listened to the show last week for the first time. Um, expect the unexpected. Expect cussing. Expect a couple laughs. Expect me to talk about, you know some dick expect me to also talk about some feelings and expect me to cuss out a couple politicians it's all it's it's i'm every podcast is all in me yes god yes it is um but let's kick on with the show because i've got a, i'm recording this in two in two different two maybe three different parts uh because I got I got a, I got a mad schedule this week uh, with um, performances. There's that million in five days before Christmas, and it's it's, it's tearing my my ass up. Like this schedule is giving Raheem Shabazz, honey. It's really and it's hurting me. But I love it. I love it. I love it. Anyway, let's kick off the show with melanin. No, with with word of the week. Okay, so my word of the week this week is it's time for a change. Oh shit. It's time for a change. You see, well, you can literally see me now. I was not only trying to find the word, but trying to find something authentic without without giving too much of myself away. Um, this is really different doing it, looking into a camera and seeing me there. It's, it's a lot. Um, yes. So I'm saying it's time for a change because right now in my life, I am being forced to swallow some pills that I don't, I, that, that I've, I've seen these pills and this is a, this is a metaphor. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I've been seeing these pills my whole life and some people vouch for them. You know me, I'm a very black or white person. If you know me personally, you know, there's, I don't really do no middle ground. It's very much Beyonce. What What's that song that she sings? Um, if you don't want all of me. No. Maybe then. But I'll be, it's irreplaceable. Or oh, someone's going to know it. And I know you guys are going to be laughing at me hearing this song thinking, how do you not know it? Oh my gosh. Um. So if I'm not your everything, how about I'll be nothing? Nothing at all for you, baby. I won't shed a tear for you. No, no. That is, is that's how I've been my whole life. I'm either everything or nothing. For me, there's no in between. You either this or you that. That there's no middle ground. The only middle ground I know is being a verse. But that in itself is you either fully verse or you not. So all of these. Oh, I'm, a, you know, I'm a verse. But I'm a verse top. I'm yeah, yeah. You verse, bitch. You do both, or you just do the one, or you do the other. For me, there's never been this. There ain't never been that. You vegan or you not? You monogamous or you open? Is it, it, that's all I know? So I'm having to swallow this 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 certain pill, which is basically saying. The grey area exists 
And for me, having to, you know, do this, and I've had to have therapy sessions about it, conversation with loved ones and all of that, and, and conversations with myself, I still don't fully believe it. If I'm really being honest, I don't fully believe it, but I'm trying to, and this is where the word of the week comes in, it's time for a change. You can, you can live, you can live doing the same things and believing in the same things, expecting a change when you when you're not doing anything to change. And it's it's making me question who I am. It's making me question, you know, um if if this is the right decision. But even if it doesn't work out, and I'm not afraid to fail, because you you never fail. You just learn the lessons or you or you or you win. Um so I'm I'm testing this out. So anyone else who has been stuck in a mindset, stuck in a certain way of thinking, living, uh, believing. It, it, if you feel like you're coming to the end of this year, because we've very much come to the end of 2022 real quick, real quick. If you feel like, you know, you want to see some kind of change, you want to see some kind of difference, you want to feel different and... There are things and beliefs and all of these factors into what make you who you are. Try and practice not being stubborn and just and try and change it. And trust me, when I say it's uncomfortable, I don't want to clap in this mic too loud because it oh, it's not too bad. But yeah, try and try and swallow this pill. And it will have you feeling crazy like you might be like neglecting yourself. But it's it's taking yourself out of your comfort zone. And if it works, amazing. It's not going to be easy. And change is never easy. Change is uncomfortable. I remember when, when my family left to go up to, to, to Spain. We was living in England and we left to, to Spain. And that was hella uncomfortable. I didn't speak Spanish completely. I was rocking up to school with all these... And I was just like, what the... F I don't know. I had to experience... Some bullshit fights, racism, just casual, you know, nitpicking at kids like school kids do. Like I had to speak all of that in a different language. Like that was not comfortable, and it wasn't nice. And had I've had it my way, I would have been back on the first easyJet flight to Bristol to go back to Holy um, Saint Bernadette's and just kick it with the people that spoke my language. But I had to go through that uncomfortability to then come out of it, knowing a whole new culture, a whole new sense of um, my family. Um, how I operate in those kind of situations. I picked up another language, you know. So I, I I did benefit. Was it uncomfortable? Yes. Was it what I was used to? No. Um, and that's what I'm trying to say. This the word of the week this week is, and I feel like I've just chatted and chatted like a like a chatter. But as we're going into the end of December, we all want to accomplish certain things, and we might want to change certain things. Allow. Uh, allow that change to happen and make a conscious decision you know take hold of the wheel of your life it's not every day jesus take the wheel it's not every day jesus take the wheel and that should have maybe even been maybe that's next week's word of the week i don't know but it's not every day jesus take the wheel sometimes oh, oh my god god is a god of choice our god is a god of choice and he he, he gave us a will to say listen you know i want to see you drive this and you're you have autonomy over this wheel yeah, I want to see what decisions you do, left, right, roundabout, reverse it, forward, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I want to see where you take this car, and if the if if the destination is right, come to heaven, welcome. Let's have a let's turn up, let's have a kiki. <laughs> yeah, 
take not every day Jesus take the will. You take hold of that will and you drive a change. And for once, if you used to doing up to the left, to the left, turning left, I'm just speaking from my personal experience. I'm deciding to, to, to go right. And as I've been turning this wheel, I've been like, shit. Oh my God. I'm like looking at me driving away from the left that I'm so used to and familiar to. Like, baby, <laughs> thinking what I'm doing is wrong, but also knowing that trying something new is right. So I'm only doing this change because there is a part of me that does believe that, you know, this could be, this could grow me as a person. <laughs> this could help me, people around me. This could help people around me and allow me to, to connect with many other people on a different level instead of just being so black and so white. So, yeah, as cryptic as this word of the week may be, <laughs> deep down, if you just resonate it with yourself instead of trying to find out what the fuck I'm going through... <laughs> Apply this to your life and your situation, and um, I think you. D I know you. It's gonna be uncomfortable as fuck. It's gonna feel like you, a nine-inch dick up your ass without no lube, no spit, no rimming, no shit. But you're gonna nut at the end. We hope. <laughs> this is why I never tell my family to listen to this podcast. This podcast, you know. Shit, when my nan was alive. Oh, let me listen. No. <laughs> no. I don't get it twisted. Before my nan left this earth, she knew what was what, what was who, the kind of, you know, pancake I was. I like to be brown on both sides. She knew the deal. But you don't have to be listening to all of this. You get it? <laughs> but yeah, that's my word of the week. It's time for a change. Ooh. I didn't expect that word of week to go on for so long, honey. So it's time now for Melanin Magnificence. I need to remember who the fuck. Cause I'll be writing it, I'll be writing it down on my phones through the week. Who I wanna who I wanna cuss at, who I wanna give shine a light on. Shine a light on me. That was it. So my Melanin Magnificence this week goes out to Jordan E. Cooper. Now, he is a performer and he's also a playwright. And he currently, I spoke about him last week or last week and maybe the week before. So he has worked with, I think it is Lee Daniels. And yes, Lee Daniels and another creative to bring a black uh, play or musical. I think it's a musical to Broadway in, in the States. Um which is called Ain't No Mole. And it's a play that dares to ask the question, what if America was to offer all the black people them a one-way ticket back to Af Africa? You know, you, 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 we, we hear all of these, these whites, these racist-ass motherfucking whites with their fucking disgustingly unwashed legs saying, why don't you go back to where you came from? Why don't you go back to where you came from? And this, this play dives into that. And it's a comedy and I don't know where it's set. I, I, I don't know whether it's set on the plane. When they get back to Africa, I hold my hands up. I don't know. But I know that that's what the the, the musical, the play encompasses. Um, and it just wasn't, it, it wasn't, I don't, I don't think it was selling. So they were going to be evicted. The play was going to be evicted from the theater it was at. And Jordan, I saw he put on his Instagram um, a, a, a letter uh, and I really see it as, as as not just a love letter, but as a, a, 
a fighting letter, you know, to asking the community and the communities that he was a part of, be it the black community, the LGBTQ community, um, to come and support him and this piece of play with this piece of play, this piece of art that not only brought joy to the people watching it, but also touch, touches on, you know, themes and things that we face day to day as uh, black and queer people, you know, being told to basically get out, be it of queer space, um, straight spaces, white spaces, whether it's, you know, right in your face, like get the fuck out, bitch, go back to where you come from. Or whether it's, you know, you just applying for certain jobs, like the girl that got fired for, um, I gave her Melanie Magnificence last week, uh, the teacher that was told to, you know, basically fuck off and they replaced her with a less qualified white person. Like that's being told to get out too. And I feel like many of us, if not on a daily, but at least every month will feel that. And this play brings that, that, that feeling to the surface and, and has a, it brings the conversation to the table uh, through art. And uh, in the play being evicted, it was dismissing that conversation and dismissing so many people's experiences. And he took to his Instagram to say, we need to come together. We need to come together. Not just those of us that have felt this, but allies of the situation too. And we need to keep this play on. And he posted it. I reposted it. And many, many people reposted it to the point where um, uh, a mass of celebrities, um, not just celebrities, but those are the ones making the headlines, but celebrities are in headlines and in the blogs. I think the first was like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, RuPaul, um, who else had I seen a, a, a load of them? RuPaul, oh my God, today, Lena Waith. So many people have come to support it. Whoopi Goldberg, they've come... They've either bought out performances. They're now giving away free seats. The play has now been extended until I think it's the, near the end of December. Um, and it's just amazing to see his, not only his desire to have this conversation in the first place, but the, the, the desire, the passion and the determination when he himself and his piece of theater was being told to get out. He himself and this piece of theater were evicted. And he said, no, bitch, no. And he also understood that this wasn't something that he could just do by himself. And that is scary. Again, it's ugh, this idea of doing things by yourself. Yes, it's possible. And he got there to a certain extent, you know, by himself. But to stay there, sometimes you need to ask for help. And he did that. And it takes strength and vulnerability to do that. And Jordan E. Cooper has got the attention of the world. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in London. I'm not even in the United States of America, bitch. And I know this. And now other celebrities are getting involved and other people are getting involved. And it's working. So my melanin magnificence goes out to him, not just for the incredible piece of um, theatre that he's written, but his fight his determination and his vulnerability as a, as, as a queer black person to be so vulnerable and open about this whole situation, I think is commendable. I think it's applaudable. And it's another reason to, to, to continue being here and fighting the fight. Uh, so yeah, my melanin magnificence goes out to you, Jordan. If you listen to this, 
I've messaged, I've DM'd you, check your DMs. I know they high right now. You've got so many people messaging you about the show. But I want you on the, I want you right here on the on this, not necessarily this exact microphone, because I know you improved by you doing your, your eight shows a week, bro. <laughs> but I would love to have you on here. And yeah, if you guys have Instagram, please head over to his page. Um, I'll put the link in in this in the bio to this episode. Um but his Instagram is uh, Jordan E. Cooper. That is J-O-R-D-A-N-E-C-O-O-P-E-R. Um, yeah, go over, give him a follow. Uh, in his bio, he has um, the Instagram for Ain't No Mole Broadway. Um, and you can go over and see what is going on there. If you're in America, yesterday he put up on his story. Um, if you haven't had the funds to see Ain't No More on Broadway, watch his story. They're giving away free tickets because the people them are coming out in support. Um, and I think it's beautiful. So, yeah, my melanin magnificence this week goes to you, Jordan E. Cooper. Oh, Tyler Perry, that's it. Tyler Perry brought out a performance as well. I don't know if I said that last time. But Tyler Perry, uh, Shonda Rhimes, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade. RuPaul, I messaged him. I, I didn't message him, I mentioned him. Um, Queen Latifah hosted a little special performance as well. Like, yes. Look at what happens when we when we look what happens when we fight for what we believe in. We be we be vulnerable, and when we come together. <sighs> yes, God, I got to leave out soon. Right. Let's get into how my week was. Oh, yeah. My week was good. I had two days off the show. I went to a beautiful dinner uh, on the Friday evening um, in Angel in London. I was invited down by Solange Erdang. Uh, I trained at the Erdang Academy uh, of Professional Dance and Musical Theatre. So um, it was an honour to be invited to this, you know, Dang Collective Christmas meal where there were many peers that either worked for the Dang or the BBTAs, which is the Black Bridges Theatre Awards. Um, I spoke about that on a few a few episodes back, I was the head of press and I'm the head of press at the Blackbridge Theatre Awards. So if you want to get involved, if you want to donate, if you want to do anything in regards to the Blackbridge Theatre Awards, if that's something you want to support, please message me. My email for that is pr at theblackbridgestheatreawards.com. I can't remember, but if not, private message me. I'll find an email and, and, and send it over. Um, but yeah. And I'm obviously a graduate of the Erdang uh, Academy. And so I was invited to go eat and drink and be amongst peers that are, you know, doing amazing things for either the Dang or the industry or the Black Bridge Theatre Awards or uh, coming together um, via the umbrella, the beautiful umbrella that is Solange Erdang. And yeah, just connect more. A lot of it was done with me on my phone on one end or over Zoom. Um, I met a few times with like Erdang and then Omar, but um, it was the first time to be in a room and like see all 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 of the rest of us and see some familiar faces as well. Claude Omar was there. Claude Omar's Claude Manito, um, choreographer, dancer. He uh, danced for Little Mix. I mean, he danced for so many motherfuckers. That boy, he be on your your, your TV screens and and on the the in the music videos and the the awards, doing all the all the dancing and shit. Um, he was on RuPaul's Drag Race recently as a choreographer. Um, he doing bits, but he's been on Get the Bell podcast before. But he was there. Um, he likes to say he taught me. Kulama, you didn't teach me. Okay, you taught me. You've taught me many things outside of college, but you ain't never teach me in front of no mirror with no with no students. 
Um, but yeah, it was nice to hear he's a dear friend of mine. Um, but yeah, had a good time there. And then what happened on my Saturday off? I met up with MJ. Oh, I just met up with a good friends. I just, there was lots of drinking and lots of good food and oysters. And uh, I went to Urban World. Again, shout out to Vanessa and the team there. Urban World is a black LGBTQ night that happens once a month in Scala in King's Cross. I always, they're so kind. They I always ask, for for a little ticket for for me and my little friends and they always sought me out with you know the vip treatment they treat me good they 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 had me me and james up in the vip area drinking this bowl with tequila which i had no business doing um but it was my day off so i i did up enjoyment i met some great people there i met uh, uh, this trans man who's 20 years old by the name of nico he's a dj out in america somewhere uh, with a good relationship, I think he said it was Glad or or, or, or prior or one organization that helps with LGBTQ element of PDA Alphabet Zoo, and he was there with his mother, who was his manager. They were so cute, and um, we got to talking. He was going to come on the show today to discuss because I remember sat. He came over. You know, Americans they got this way. They got this way. I was just minding my business with my friend, drinking the tequila, just very much in our own, you know, space, not caring about no one else. That's not that I'm antisocial, I'm very sociable, but I don't be integrating like that. <laughs> it's the anxiety. After a couple of the tequilas, I do. But anyway, we were sat there minding our business, drinking, chatting, having a good time, trying to catch a wine while sat down in our little area. And then this guy, I'd, I'd, I'd noticed him at the bar, short, um, never seen him before, before, leave it, sat down with these two two elder with my father interesting so i'm sad i'm drinking my drink now he comes over hey how y'all doing i just thought i'd come over because you know you look so fresh like you just stepped out of la and i was just running away from i was like i'm definitely not from la i ain't never been but i've been told i would love it there never want to come back he was like nah yeah you definitely look like you're part of the you see this ghetto ass siren this is why acast need to get a space where we can record okay <laughs> and if you know somewhere please Follow me. Um, anyway, uh, so he's come over. Yeah, you look good. I was like, okay, so what do you do? He's like, I'm a DJ. Um, if ever you come to, I can't remember where he is. Um, but if you ever come over, like, let us know. Like, I just did this and I just did that. I'm, I'm trans and, you know, I've, I've been on this journey. And he just got to speak. It. And the way, the, the confidence and the, and the, uh, the vim with which this young man was speaking. I was like, how, so how old you if you don't mind me asking? He, he, he was light-skinned. More like skinned than me, but he still looked young, had a baby face, little piece of hair. I thought, how old? Maybe 25, 20, 20, maybe 25, 24. I'm 20 years old. I said, huh? <laughs> what? Are you even meant to be here? <laughs> I'm joking. But I couldn't believe how young this man was. So when he now was saying these things i was just like you 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 need to come on the show but he, they weren't able to make it unfortunately uh due to like flights or whatnot they've had to go back to the states but we you're definitely going to come on this show young nico i'll put his instagram in about it so you guys can check him out before he comes on um but it was good to meet people shake a leg got the dance floor saw some other friends that i ain't seen in a minute you know that's another reason why i love going to urban world as much as people might cuss it out or whatnot but you know i always go there and i always feel safe i always feel welcome it's a space where i feel like i can really relax to a certain extent because you know 
queer being being a, being a part of the LGBTQ community, the black LGBTQ community in London or in any city, you know, it's small. Like it's 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 got the whole world in his hands. Like they all be in one. Is a lot. I remember my first time. I think I spoke about this on the podcast. Going to my first ever Black Pride. I don't know why I put two and two together and came up with ten and not four because I was just thinking, oh, it's going to be cute. It's going to be cute. Not realizing that every single motherfucker I've ever slept with, spoken to, um, you know, had any kind of you know disagreement with, all of these people was in the one space. <laughs> but then, aside from that, and the awkward vibes of those kind of situations there's 10 times the amount of love so um that's the reason why i love Oberwell so much because i was i wouldn't take my ass there no way no how but i always go there and feel so welcomed um i feel safe like i said and they be playing my music for my people do you know what i mean it's not like don't get it twisted i love me a freedom kind of the comfortability but it don't cater for me in the way Urban World does, in the world, in the way, you know, Jungle Kitty does, the way um, Connection Party does. It's for black queer people where we don't have to pretend, even though some people will still be coming and, and, and still be coming and pretending, honey. But um, that's not me. But it's a space where I thrive. I feel cute. I feel safe. I can really shake a leg. I enjoy the music. And I know... For every one motherfucker I might have to roll my eyes out and just keep it moving, there's going to be about six or seven people that I've got so much love for or will have love for, like this young uh, man, uh, Nico, who I'm excited to see his journey and eventually get him on the show. But yeah, my my, my couple of days off was cute. Um, it's just work mode, trying to get ready for Christmas. Trying to get ready for Christmas. And this Christmas is all up in the air for me. I'm, You know, this is the second Christmas now without my nan. So that's that's hard in itself. Um, obviously, I don't I don't speak to my parents, um, but I've got close relationship with my cousins and stuff, and my aunties and uncles. But they, no one's doing the, just the one one thing. It's not. We're not just doing. Oh, we're doing a big Christmas. This person's going to that child's house, and that child is going to that one parents, and this like it, it's all discombobulated, and we're not really having a real come together thing and you know i just rushed to the the habit that i have of oh it's christmas let's go to bristol forgetting my baby boys my lip my my beautiful nephews in birmingham my sister and then like when i when i deeped it i was just like well, what am i what am i actually doing like i'm going there i spoke to my cousin this morning I was like i don't even have an outfit to wear for christmas and i don't feel like i need one which feels weird because there's not really much guan in but you know it's a time to to, to to relax to not be working um to see loved ones, even if mean, even if it means when I go to Bristol, I'm going to be up in these Ubers going to this person, that person, that person. One day, I just want to just, just, just one place, please. Just one place. But I'm going to see Carissa, who you know from my social media. I'm going to see Karina. Um, I'm going to try to see as many people as I can, literally. Oh, and then I'm going to come back on Boxing Day and have me a good old time. A good old time Boxing Day. Because it's back to it the day after. Right back into it. But yeah. That's that. So. Um, we're going to jump into Miles Measures right now. But what I'm going to say is. I actually need to leave out for this theatre honey. I got two shows to do today. It's quarter past 12. And the first, I got to be on stage at one o'clock for warm up. So I'm about to leave. <laughs> 
uh, so the rest of this episode I would have recorded later. But the next the next uh, segment of this show is Miles Measures. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, guys. I'm back. Obviously, you've been listening to this podcast the whole time, but I've actually gone and done two shows. We've got our Christmas schedule. I know it's Mars Measures, but I'm just filling you in. We got our Christmas schedules. They we, they got us performing. They got they got us working for these presents, honey. That, by the way, isn't the sound effect for Miles Measures. Even though I'm really doing up Miles Measures right now, I need me some tequila, some good good Patron right now, and some pineapple juice is the only thing I had in the. Ooh, ooh, doesn't it sound gorgeous? Ooh. So yeah, I'm I'm having me a little little drinks to get me through the, the rest of this recording session, honey. You know, I ain't got a co-host, so my co-host today is Patron. <laughs> right, let's get right into Miles Measures. Mm. Oh, Lord Jesus, that's why I call this Miles Measures, because it's strong, honey. And the things we've got to talk about today are strong. So I want to get into Barbados. Barbados have made same sex. Legal. Wait, that no, nah, I ain't say it. I ain't say it properly. They've made right. So let me start again. Wow, you see how I said it's been a long day. Barbados has decriminalized same sex sex. That is the same genders or the same sex fucking to make it. If it wasn't clear the first, second, or the third time. I think this is another really huge step forward. I don't know if you would have seen on the social medias, but or listen to last week's episode to get the belt podcast where I gave the belt to uh, the the um, not the PM. What do they call it? The the senator in Florida, Joseph Harding, Joe Harding, however you want to go by, who wanted to do up laws, passing laws and passing bills to you know hold back 
and uh, bully the LGBTQ community based on, you know, religious views growing. You, well, you, if you heard the episode, you heard my thoughts on that motherfucking bullshit about abomination. You was a whole abomination, you motherfucker. But anyway, mm. congratulations to another one of the islands stepping forward into, into a more loving space, into a more caring space, into a more woke space. Um... Shout out to all my listeners that are a part of the LGBTQ, the Alphabet Zoo, honey. Shout out to all of you guys. Summer is is around the corner. We've got a few months until we all start booking up holidays. And now if you want to go to an island and stick it to your partner and stick it to them good without the fear of being arrested, honey. Without the fear of being arrested on your vacation. Barbados is now on the on, on the on the green list. You know how we used to have the <laughs> back in the COVID days, because COVID is now not a thing, allegedly. Um But yeah, we used to have the list in England, the green list, amber list, red list. <laughs> now I would I would say despite this being legal now, I would still say Barbados is probably amber. Just because, like, I wouldn't have any kind of fear of fucking my nigga in Barbados. However, if we was in country, not in, you know, not in the fucking, in the hotels and then places there. If we was in the country, I'm, we're not doing up moan. We're not doing fully fledged. Ah! For people to hear because you just... Depending on the neighborhood. So it's giving amber. But if you're in a, in a hotel and you're staying at a good, good, you know, little five star, four star, whatever you, however the coins is, 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 is correlating to the stars, you know, fuck away. You don't even just play the music too loud. You can, uh, as much as you want to, you can really do up Elsa and just let it go. Let it go. So shout out. And, and, and real talks, it's really good to see the changes that are happening in you know in africa and in the islands in the caribbean with i spoke either last week or the week before about nigeria you know no longer teaching english and certain countries are requesting reparations um i think that was barbados aren't fucking i think that was barbados i can't remember um and now we've got another country in the islands decriminalizing uh, same-sex lovemaking. These are the sounds of lovemaking. <laughs> These are the sounds of lovemaking. Is that Tyrese? Is that Tyrese? I can't remember. Mm. But we love to see it. We love to see it. Now all of the Rihanna fans can really go up. And you know Rihanna has bare gay fans and LGBT, LMNP fans. Now y'all can all go... And really live your best life up in, in Barbados. In Barbados. Oh, lovely jubbly. Uh, what else is on uh, the agenda to con conversate? Ah, okay. Well, let's let's tie into Rihanna. I was going to go and speak about Steph, but I'll speak about her after. So we all saw Rihanna's, Rihanna and ASAP um, Rocky's little baby boy this week. That baby is so beautiful. So beautiful. Now, there was a side story um, about Jason Lee, a friend of mine, um, presenter, 
producer, curator. He does so much uh, and he runs or at least owns the Hollywood Unlocked, for which I get a lot of my stories from. So shout out to you, Hollywood Unlocked. Um, yeah, Jason Lee uh, was the first person to release these pictures of um, Rihanna's baby. I don't even know the name was. Let me quickly just do this little quick Google search. Rihanna baby name. Honey, what is the name? The name uh, is not here. We don't even know it. Bro. So we don't know their name, but we know what the little baby, the little, the little nigglet look like. Beautiful. And this is all down to uh, Jason Lee. Allegedly, they were going to be leaked by someone else. And Rihanna must have called him up because I know their brethren is like that. And was just like, yo, if anyone, if, let me try and do a little Bayesian accent. I might need some of this Patron for this, honey. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Jason, no. Jason. I think you should release the photos of my baby because I don't want nobody else to be releasing them. This is my this is my baby and I love him. And you know that you are my friend. You are my good friend. So I want you to have the opportunity to, you know, release the photos of my baby. <laughs> don't cuss me. I ain't never practiced that. I ain't never done no Bayesian fucking accent lessons. Yeah. That was my best attempt. I'm just trying to have fun and get through this, get through this episode. And I'm just trying to let me entertain you. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, we've seen the baby. And you know what? The baby is beautiful. We saw a little, I think we've seen, I saw a video of the baby in, the baby boy in like a, in like a, what seemed to be a car seat. Uh, I think there was a couple of other photos as well. Oof, the liquor is liquoring. And I am not right. So there's some people out there that say, you know, you can't have an ugly baby. Right. So I'm sorry, but there's some fucking ugly babies out there. And maybe it just takes time. You know, shout out to Lu Leona Lewis. It will all get better in time. Badass tune, dope vocalist. But yeah, no, nah, some babies out there are just butters and that's just it. And that's and that's fine because, you know, sometimes it all falls short of the glory. We can't all have beautiful children. I'm sure that the parents think that they're gorgeous and beauty very much isn't about in the eye of the beholder. And that's great. But there are definitely some gremlins out there. Definitely some gremlins. And, you know, it could have gone either way. It really could have gone either way. They're both beautiful, but sometimes... Wild shit happens. I've seen wasser things happen. But yeah, that baby is gorgeous. That baby is gorgeous. He looks so much like Rihanna. So cute, so cute. And I'm I'm happy for them. And I'm glad that they got it to go through a channel. A, for one, a black-owned, you know, news outlet, blog post, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that was cute to see. That was a nice little shining star in, in the week full of, um, you know, some madness. Uh yeah speaking of madness so steph london right so i steph london it was her birthday recently um and she had an afro royal themed birthday party cute i saw the pictures she looked gorgeous beautiful gowns 
beautiful, you know, headscarves, beautiful attire, the venue, stunning. The looks, looking. It was all tremendous. Was here for it. Had I got an invite, would have gone. Was there a goosey there? I don't know. If there was, would I have eaten it? Most definitely. Um, but my girl was getting dragged. She's received a lot of backlash, basically, from really, like, black people saying that she's begging African. Like, she's begging being African. Like, people were saying things like, oh, she's since Burner Boy, she's begging this Nigerian uh, way of life or whatnot. Or she's just, she's just begging African um, culture. Now... When we really deep it, we have to remember, you know, where I think she's, I think, I don't even know her exact ethnicity and where the black comes from. I know it's Jamaican and something else. But we need to remember, if we're really using our, our, our skulls, yeah. Slavery babes. Everyone on the island was brought over from places like Ghana and Nigeria. So if you really want to deep it, she African. Do you get it? Like she's everyone from the islands way back is African. They're African babes. So as much as she may be a yardy gal or whatnot. The host heritage uh, comes down to it comes it goes back to Africa. So I don't know. I really don't know why people are are, are mad at the ting. To be honest, uh, and it's funny because you know I remember when I first moved to London. I remember when I first moved to London from Spain, and prior to that, I was in Bristol, and there was this whole thing, this versus battle. It was very much giving versus battle. Uh, between the Caribbeans and the Africans. And that was something I'd never really experienced before. You know, I come from my background. You know, we got we got Africans and Caribbeans in the family. We got Nigerians thick and Jamaicans thick. So I've, I've always grown up with the two of us existing, like, peacefully. Like, I've, like, I, to the point where I say planting and plantain, I flip between the two because I was surrounded by motherfuckers that would always say the two. And yeah, they might joke about it, but it was like banter. And we would eat each other's food. Like I would like, I'd be eating curry goat just as much as I was eating a wedu. Did you get it? It was very, it was very that. Um, and then coming to London now, I think I was 15 at the time. Every, there was this div divide bro there was this divide and it was like it was bounced to a certain extent but it, like it the bounce would last a bit too long and i'd be like oh like this is an actual thing to the point where like even me at one point i started to uh, to lean towards the the caribbean culture that i was surrounded by growing up because of this pressure and this projection which in hindsight i think it was a projection from the caribbean people that i was around and my friends that Africans weren't shit and I feel like that projection was actually really when I really deep it just another you know manifestation of the racist society that we live in if I really deep it it was just this constant this the, the constant berating uh, of blackness 
and the the core of being black. And when you know when you when you think of like black black shit, you never really hear. Oh, go back to Jamaica. Or go back to Saint Lucia. But what you will hear frequently to anyone with a little piece of melanin is go melanin in them is go back to Africa. So I I, I feel like that Africa had a connotation with something negative, even within the black community, to the point where, you know, you had Caribbeans be like, uh, dirty Africans. Bruv, bruv, your ancestors, your ancestors are from Africa. Can you imagine? This kink in your hair. Mine isn't so kinky. I wish it was more because my hair's mad. My hair, one side wants to be straight, one side wants to be curly, one side wants to be extra curly up, one side wants to go up, left, right, is, is doing too much. But regardless, anyway, let's not make this about me. This is about them and what was transpiring at the time. Um, yeah, it, th this curl in your hair, you got because this curl was originated and made in Africa. Yeah. The white people with the straight hair that took you, took you and thousands and thousands and thousands of people as slaves, not by choice, and took them to go and work plantations for coffee and tea and red hair. They took you from Africa, girl. So, like, the fact that that was a thing is mad. To bring this back to Steph London, I feel like all of this, oh, why is she appropriating this and did For speaking facts, she deserves an anyone of color, you know, of black descent, um, Afro Caribbean. They can relish in that because ultimately that's all our story for the for the most part. For the most part, that's all our history. Uh, and I think that's gorgeous that she's doing that. And, you know, while she was fucking with Burner Boy, I really enjoyed her bringing that newfound sense of love for African culture, specifically Nigerian culture. But, but, woyoy. Like, I love that she was bringing that to her music. And obviously, she's it's not just a music thing. So it's not like she's having a whole birthday celebration being Afro royal, like... So it's obviously that's a personal thing. That's not for, for, for money. So it's not just oh, okay, so Afrobeats or whatnot is in. Let me start adding um Afrobeat hints into my music to get that flavor. Now nah, she's she's doing it in her normal life, even post the long, long Nigerian chick dick she was receiving. So I don't see nothing wrong with it. Now I really enjoyed that. Especially that like what that what's that line that she said? Ooh, eat the pussy like a goosey. I said. Cause you know, you got to use your fingers when you, I don't know if you've eaten a goosey stew, but that shit you eat with your hands, bitch. With your hands, mouth, lips and tongue. Okay. You eat that shit with your hands. It's very... It's very, mm, 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 mm. I know that's right. So I don't feel like she deserved none of the backlash. In, in, instead, actually, I'm, I'm glad that this happened and I'm glad it's, you know, brought this conversation to the surface because I think it's something that not only do we need to discuss, but we need to bring up from the past and remember the kind of foolishness that we was doing to each other back in the day. It had me acting up. It had me acting up for sure. And I'm pr like, I've always been proud of my Nigerian heritage, especially now. But, you know, it took a lot of bullshit and a lot of learning for me to 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 uh, discover and to a certain extent rediscover that that love. And now how the tables, ha how the tables have turned. Hey, how the tables have turned. 
And now we got Caribbean artists incorporating our shit. Love that. Love that. And now we've got Caribbean people doing up, you know, Afro Royal Royal birthday parties. I'm here for it. Like I said, I thought she looked cute. Thought it was a, a, a good time, a good vibe. The food, I bet, slapped. And ain't nothing wrong with paying, her, paying homage to something that is ours. Do you get it? So, I hope you had a good time, Steph London. <laughs> ah, okay. So, there is a restaurant that had refused to serve a Christian group due to their anti-LGBTQ plus views. Now, I know last week I gave the belt to a Christian and I've said what I've said about the Christians. Yeah, I don't hate Christians. You see, I... If you're watching this, I've got, I've got my my nan's gold cross that she gave on to me. My relationship religion is real is real complicated to say the least. I've said for the longest now that I actually don't have a religion. I just have a faith, uh, and I believe strongly in that because, like I said in the last episode, and if you saw the clips, that book, that that holy Bible, that same book, you want to chastise my, you want to chastise who I am. Because it's not, you know, my lifestyle. Because a lifestyle is something you can adopt and adjust to. And authentically adjust to it. Like if you work in, like you've got one job. You get a, a, a pay rise or you get promoted. You earning 15, 20,000 pounds more in the year. Your lifestyle, you will authentically adjust to that because now you might just be a you know a little Annabelle's a little Soho house member now you ain't flying you know with EasyJet no more you want to, to the Virgins and the Br British Airways honey and you know now it's not everyday Nando's now sometimes it's a little burger and lobster honey your lifestyle adapts to the ting and it's gonna you're gonna adapt naturally because you've got that coin a straight man a fully straight a straight with a K, a straight man will never, never adapt to sucking a dick. If he's straight. If he buy, maybe. No, if he buy, he will adapt because that's about, that's who he is. But if you are born one thing, lifestyle is not adjusting. To, a, a lifestyle is a choice. Okay? So with lifestyles, you can adapt. Catch my drift. Um... Where where the fuck was I going with this? <laughs> I can't remember. What was it? Ah, basically, yeah. You want to, people want to use this book that has done so much bad in the world to reprimand the way I am, not my lifestyle, the way I am, be it, you know, a part of the alphabet zoo, the fact that I'm bisexual, or, you know, the fact that I eat shellfish and go to Burger and Lobster and, and enjoy me a lobster tail and some bang bang prawns from Trap Kitchen. Shout out to that black owned business. Love to see it. Uh, using that book. You're not going to make me feel any kind of way about, you know, sticking my dick down the neck of a fine, fine young man. Using the same book that was used to enslave my ancestors. And to keep women down. And to, to, to burn down villages in, in, in the motherland. That same book. 
You think that you really think that same book that was used to do all of these evil, horrible, disgusting things is going to have any weight on me? With my Nigerian, Miles Anthony Udehart. You think that book that was used for those kind of fucked up fuckeries is going to make me feel any kind of bad? For being nine inches into, in, into the love of my life. No, 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 no. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah? Like I said last week, all of these abominations, abominations. Yeah, laying with a man in that fucking book that was used to do what I've already just discussed. That might be an abomination. Who am I hurting? It might hurt a little bit when it goes in. <laughs> it might hurt a little bit when it goes in. But ultimately, I'm causing joy when I do what I do. When you motherfuckers, like the guy gave the belt to the last time. When you motherfuckers want that want to use that book, you know, to dictate shit. And, and, and to manipulate the things around you so it fits into your rhetoric, your rhetoric that is often laced with misogyny, racism and homophobia and these hateful things. You want to be doing up the most abominations and these abominations that you guys are doing like the lying tongue, you know, the, 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 the what else, the, the, the cheating, all of these abominations, those things hurt someone like the guy gave the belt to last, last week. Guy, the guy I gave the belt to last week for uh, the the defrauding, you know, the over a hundred and fifty thousand dollars of uh, COVID nineteen uh, loans that he was not entitled to, lying, the scheming heart, um, abomination, all of these things that you did and the people like that succumb to when they do all of these abominations they actually have serious ramifications on other people that make their life shit that cause them pain me being balls deep in, a, in, in, in somebody who might happen to have a penis doesn't cause no it causes nothing but joy I will let you know that my nigga's belly is full of dick and he feels great you lying and doing up other abominations is taking things out of other people's stomach. You're refusing them food. That money could have been used for other shit. But instead, your lies and your deceit and your scheming wicked heart is taking literally the food out of people's mouths. My dick going into a, 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 a motherfucking nigga's mouth ain't doing nothing but spreading love and joy, honey. But you lying? Are you lying? Anyway, let's go back because I'm getting carried away and I'm recording this post show so it's nighttime. Oh, and I need I need some sleep because tomorrow is just another long day. So this restaurant turned down. Oh, yeah, I was saying this all to say I'm not a Christian hater. I'm saying I've got a, a faith. <laughs> I've got a faith. I wouldn't classify it as religion. I feel like religion is really tied to these these man-made, handwritten, most majority by fucking white straight men. And they ain't got the bestest of reputations. It's written by straight men. Straight white men to, to fit their narrative on what they want to happen. And look at how that worked out over the last few hundred years. And now we're all paying the motherfucking price. Including other straight white men that are good in this world. I have a faith, not religion. So the Christians, I'm down with you because I'm partly Christian. But there's some things that I'm just like, like I said before, I'm just like. 
it don't really be making sense to me. Um, but yeah, so this restaurant. Ooh. I just got to check this shit. Right. So this restaurante. God, Jesus. What the hell? Ah, right, here we go. So once again, it is in America. Um, and this I'm getting from Pink News. Uh, so a restaurant cancelled a private event for a group that holds anti-LGBTQ plus views. And we're here for it. The Metzger Bar and Butchery in Richmond, Virginia, announced that it cancelled the event in an Instagram post on the 1st of December. It had reportedly refused to cater to a group associated with the Family Foundation, which routinely advocates for anti-LGBTQ plus laws and regulations. Probably that motherfucking don't say gay bill. Unfortunately, they've had to deal with a lot of on, um, online pylons since refusing service to a group of donors to a political organization that seeks to deprive women and LGBTQ plus persons of their basic human rights. Uh, Pink News go on to say they support them wholeheartedly. And guess what? I do too. And I would love to see more businesses in the UK turning away, you know, celebrities, organizations, um, and just people or companies in general that do fucked up shit. That do fucked up shit that is nothing but reductive for our society and for the, the for the peace and feeling of safety for, for us as a collective. Like any anyone that is inciting hate or depriving other people of this world of their human rights in some way, shape or form, you don't deserve nice things. You don't deserve nice things. So, round of applause. Had I done my research and to find out this was a black-owned business, then you may have had Melanin Magnificence, but this was the picture I had on the Instagram post. So, I just left it at that. Regardless, I'm giving you your flowers. I'm really grateful you turned away those absolute cunts. And I'm here for it. In other news, Megan uh, is Megan. Which me which Megan am I talking about? Because right now, all the Megans, I don't know what is in the star sign or this or or, or the stars, but Megan's is getting it. If it ain't if it ain't the the Markles, then it's definitely the Stallions, honey. But it's not that easy. No, it's not that easy. Shout out to Lamar. Yes, it's not that easy being a Megan in these streets in the last couple of weeks, honey. Mm mm. So I'm going to keep it 100. I've not been following the case. No, I haven't. I was always rooting for Megan the Stallion before because I don't know why. Uh, it's probably bad, small, small. But um, I feel like, like Malcolm X, Malcolm X said, uh, the most unprotected woman in America, and I believe in the world, is the black woman. The most unappreciated woman in America slash the world, Miles is saying the world part, is the black woman. And, you know, when it comes down to, you know, serious allegations like this, 
I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I will take the side of the black woman first because they, I just feel like they, they don't get heard. They don't get heard. They never have. Um, and so, yeah, when I heard this story come out about Megan Thee Stallion, even though it was another black man against her, I was like, yep, yeah, Tori shot that, um, that bitch in the foot. And I say bitch from a loving place. Uh, I've been in a situation before where I've used the word bitch or her when people get mad. But once you, you, once you know how I speak, you know how I speak. And it's, play, it's, it's this thing of love. It's all to do with it's being switched on to the intonations, the inflections and all of those things there. My hair is looking mad. If you're watching this, sorry, like I said, I've done two shows. It's a lot. So, Megan shot in the foot, allegedly by Tory Lanez. I believe that bitch. I said, yep. Yeah. Never listened to, to, to Tory Street's music in the first place. Couldn't care less. So when this came into into fruition and was all on the internet, I was like, well, of course, like, let's let's decide with Megan, of course. Um, however, I've seen things coming and going on the internet regarding her best friend, who now may have shot him. Uh, shot her because apparently she was fucking Tory and Megan was fucking Tory and then they was in the car and them two was having an argument. Tory was like, "Well, you don't know Megan because your friend, your friend was fucking me and she was fucking X, Y, and Z as well." And then they got out of the car and apparently had an altercation. And I've seen shit that said, you know, Tory, Tory, Tory Lane's DNA went on the on the gun that was that fired the shots, but it could have been at some point. Is a lot. Now we've got Megan's fi fine. Fine for fine for fine for fine fine. We got Megan's fine ass bodyguard. Um, who was meant to testify, I think, against um Tory, I'm presuming. He's now gone missing. He's very much given Olivia Pope scandal. Um It's getting it's getting a lot. It's getting a lot. And I also understand it's not my business. Now, I know I talk about the pop culture and the celebrity things and the things I find interesting. So I find it interesting to a degree because it's black and it's, you know, I, I like making the Stanley's music. And at the time I was invested, but it's got so messy, baby. He's got so messy lately. Yeah. Uh, not really bothered about getting the ins and outs so i'm sorry i'm sure many of you listeners out there know way more about the ins and outs of this case uh hopefully i educated someone about it if you really give a damn um into some shape or form but me me i don't know i don't know do i still believe her 100 percent i've got to say maybe 80 percent now I gotta be honest. I'm very much still in her favor. I'm very much still in 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 Megan's favor. But with all of this missing person, and now the friend is involved, and I know I've, you know, I've been surrounded by females almost my whole life, especially moving to London, away from the family, to be you know in a uh, performing arts industry. I ain't been around nothing but bitches and gay niggas and and a couple, a handful of straight motherfuckers, you know. So I'm used to seeing women and their wicked ways. And they could be wicked. Everyone wants to always be putting pictures at, at, at us with, with dicks. I've seen, I've seen human beings with pussies do far worse. I was on a cruise ship for like eight, nine months. And there was bitches on that, on that ship. There was women. Sorry. 
whatever. There was women on that ship that had boyfriends, long-term boyfriends, and would go on a two to four-week cruise away from their man. And during them, the, the, and during that cruise, uh, during that time away from their boyfriends that were back in England, crying, texting, I miss you, but I miss you. These girls were very much in the captain and the officer's quarters at night, riding, doing up surfboard, surfboard on these captain's dicks, honey. And then same day, same day we get to the end of the cruise, the end of the cruise, where the next day we're about to deport, land back in England. They've scheduled their man to come back on the ship for that one day, for that few hours that were there, letting the old people on or letting the, the old passengers off so the new ones could come on, we could do another cruise. The night, the night before, the night before, these girls will be sucking and swallowing these captains and these officers, children's, literally like, like, like pounded jam, like a goosey, like, swallowing it whole. No chewing, just. Oh. Swallowing. For then a few hours later for us to land, not land, but pull up, dock in Southampton. And they'd boyfriends would come on next day. I've missed you so much, baby. And with that same mouth that just had them small, small lips around that probably small cock. Mm. The next day, that that's them same lips said, I miss you, baby. I love you so much. To then go and do sexy time in their in their small, small cabins. Wow. And the Academy Award goes too. <laughs> Me, I could never. Wow. Wow. And regularly, regularly, just cheering, cheering, cheering regularly is no shame. Anyway, I don't want to get into it. But um, where where was I even going with this shit? Chitting, chitting, chitting. Who's chitting? Yeah. So going back to Megan and her brethren, I know how women can be. So that just had me going, okay, this could have been, this could have been. This could be, this could be that. But like I said, 80% Megan, now 20 to, uh, to Tori. So if any of you guys want to fill me in, send me a little video or to put me in a page to, to somewhere where it's just not so long and I can just get the gist. Because I've seen threads, but these threads be so long and I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. This could have been a belt for me. Uh, the Brixton stampede that happened at, uh, I think it was the Brixton O2. There was an artist that was headlining there. Um, I can't even remember his name. I think it's like a K or something like that. Me, I, I don't even know why I do this fucking Mars measure shit anymore with this fucking basing it on celebrity. I don't know. I do not know who half of these people are anymore. I literally shout out to Fantasia. I got no time for it. I feel like such an old person when I look at these names. Like that, what's, what's that light skins brother's name? That what rapper? He also fine, 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 fine. Very much giving liberated, like living like we ain't got time. Um, the one that wore the, the one that wore the, the one that wore the tracksuit to that award ceremony and then was on blast for it and then went on the internet the next day. 
All I know is that loads of my peers and friends know who he is. All my little nephews and cousins that do. Me, no idea. I just now seen the picture and that he could he could definitely I would definitely have him grabbing onto his ankles for me, honey. I definitely would. Sure he's a very very talented young man. Um That was it. So there was a stampede at the O2 Brixton Academy. Asake is his name. Asake or Asake Minanua. Um, and unfortunately, it has resulted in the death of two young women. Um, many people have been hospitalized. Um, but a lady by the name of Gabrielle Hutchinson, who was 23, was pronounced dead by the police uh, the other day. Uh, she was actually working as a part of the contracted security team for the event that night. Um, that concert was abandoned part way, uh, though after huge try huge huge crowds were trying to force their way in. Now, this uh, the first woman to have passed from that uh, was called. I feel like I need to get her name as well. I can't be saying the one name and we ain't saying the, the next. It's, it's giving disrespectful, honey. So the uh, the first woman that passed, um, another t two women, one was 21 and the other was 23. Oh no, so it's those two that died. So we don't have the name of the first young woman. Um, but there were two more that were in critical condition. Now, I'm sorry, but I'm looking at this and I, I'm seeing my people. I'm seeing the majority black and brown people at this event. And you, you motherfuckers are lucky that this hasn't been on like mainstream media because they would have been using all of the slogans, all of not slogans, all of the, you know, the tropes and the stereotypical jargon that we get when, you know, being trying to trying to enforce a, a racist rhetoric with this with this story. So you guys is fucking lucky, but. It's given and it really is given no home training It's giving animalistic It's giving what the fuck like. If you didn't have the money, why are you out? If you didn't have the money for the ticket, why the fuck were you there? And even if you did, where's the decorum, bruv? Where's the decorum? It was snowing the other day. Are you not why are you are you not just trying to be warm and just keep cozy? Why are you all up doing up like what the fuck? It's madness. Would your parents not be ashamed? Is that how you want is that how you want to move? And the fact that you guys was doing that has now resulted in the death of two women. Are you not embarrassed? I'd be, I, even, okay, I'd, I'd like to think cause I've been to Carnival a few times. I went to Carnival last year and was in the middle of like a stampede with my cousin. My, my cousin started crying. Oh my God, I remember. My cousin just felt so overwhelmed because we was caught in the middle of it. And she, we had to pull to the side and she just started crying. I felt so bad. And you know, is 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 the people that are complicit that aren't using their voice to say, stop the fuck that I'm just doing up. And then the dickheads, the real dickheads that are, inciting it and you know actually being the cause of this stampede fair enough you may have had a bit to drink you may have done other substances I'm not really here for those kind of things but i just think it's just like something that was just nice an artist is putting on an event that's gonna tarnish him now and he's gonna have to put out statements and do up you know apologies etc that's on his his conscience potentially, and it didn't have to. The people that were working there that were doing safety are going to fill away. The people that were just going there to enjoy themselves, their night is now ruined. All because you want to do it. I've never really understood it. Never. 
understood it. Not even never really. I've just never fucking understood it. Like, do you not have nice clothes on? Like, do you really not give that much of a fuck about your clothes that like, they can all get ripped up or like drenched in the mud or like and not even the clothes like to to to, to even bring, make make it deeper like people have lost their lives 23 21 their whole life in front of them gone because you wanted to do a fuckery bruv it's disgusting so if you are a, a listener of this podcast i'm presuming that the kind of people that listen to my show don't do up wild fooligan behavior like this and do what and stampede when they go places. But try this at a Beyonce concert and all of all, all of you men are dead. Try this at a Beyonce concert. Right. Rest in peace to those two young ladies and really sad that your life was taken so soon because of dickheads. Um, what else did I want to discuss in this here? Miles measures, uh, down, 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 Okay. Okay. I was torn between. Right. So I had two belts. And literally in this here moment and with this last good, good sip of Patron, I'm going to decide who becomes the, the, the last topic of Miles Measures and who I will give the belt to. It's a, it's a tough one. And when you hear this next segment or this next um, topic, you'll, you'll see like how it could have easily been a belt. Mm. Okay. All right. It's, it's a tough call, but I'll make this the uh, I'll make this another topic. While I'm here and I got your full attention, honey, wherever you're listening to this, rate the show, support your boy, give it the stars it deserves, and while you're listening, hit the share button, share it to your Twitter, share it to your Instagram, put it on your story. Hell, maybe even put it put it on your your Facebook profile, if people still use that. But no, for real, please share the show. Love doing it. I feel like people need to hear this and, you know, catch a vibe. Those things. Um. So, yes. I was scrolling on my Instagram the other day and I came across this, uh, this clip of a young woman by the name of Sydney Stars. I think she's a housewife of some kind. It was American. She was black, gorgeous. And she was on this podcast by the name of Hollywood Group Chat, where they were discussing uh, men liking trans women. And she just basically said that, you know, if a man... Let me see if I've got it on here and I'll just play it to you. Because it was so brief. It was so brief. Here, here we go. Man, and I've said this before, that is attracted to a trans woman is not gay. A man, and I've said this before, that One more time. is attracted to a trans woman is not gay. Now, this was going to be my belt because after seeing that, I just thought, yeah, obvious, but apparently it's really not. Um, I saw this and went into the comments and was just looking at the, the, the abuse and the, and the hate and the, 
and the sheer dumb fucking ignorance of some of you motherfuckers. And again, what was worse is it was black people, the majority black people, again, spewing things from this book that had your fucking ancestors in shackles, having their limbs torn off. And let me not even get into it because I'm not meant to be giving the belt right now. This is just a conversation. <laughs> but yeah, this same book, you were reciting shit from saying how, you know, how men's is gay that like trans women. I want to let you guys know from my very own personal experience. Let me just move this camera out of the way. Yeah, I want to let you guys know from my own experience. A man, a man looking for a, a woman or a trans woman in this case. If he says he's straight, he is. He most definitely is not a, a gay man. He may be bi. That motherfucker may be bi. But you saying that a man who is sexually attracted to a trans woman or to trans women in general is gay doesn't make sense. Not only does it not make sense, like I said, from my personal experience, I have been in conversation with some, some fine, some fine, some really beautiful, beautiful men. Some really just chiseled, just, just, Kinda make you wanna eat the pussy like a goosey ass niggas, yeah? I've been in conversation, me myself, with all of this body, with all of this body, all of this face, 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 yeah. I've been in conversation with these niggas, yeah, that have wanted trans women and they've been like, sorry, bro, not gay, want a trans woman. I've been like, are you sure? <laughs> I've even tried to say, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Le, le, le. They don't want it, sis. They don't want it, sis. They don't want no bussy. They don't want no dick. They don't want no man. These men that want a trans woman want a woman or a trans woman. They want, they want a woman, babes. They want a trans woman. And it just ain't me. And I'm not saying that this trans woman needs to be, you know, fully transitioned. Hell, the bitch don't even have to have, a, 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 you know, a full... 20 whatever inch I don't know about wigs But like a full wig Shit hell Women even have no hair And can slay You know They could have a dick These women They might have some teeth I don't know No matter what it is All I know is that me As a man They didn't want it And they don't want no, They don't want Anyone else as a man They want a trans woman They don't want to hear me Be like yeah fuck that ass Yeah oh my god man You're making me come I'm a man Oh fuck me fuck me fuck me Oh let me fuck fuck you No They want to hear Oh daddy You made this pussy feel so good Oh my god oh my god Because that's how trans women go on Because they're women They That's that's what they do That's what they want That's what they That's what they deserve What they want Same way I deserve what I want But I'm telling you Men That like Trans Women Are Not Gay the clue is in the pudding. So please, again, once again, I feel like my listeners that listen, listen to this already know this. But if you're around people or you see these kind of comments, please school them. Please school them as long as you're not putting yourself into no kind of danger physically or, you know, them kind of things there. School these people because it's boring. It's really boring. It's, 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 
It's almost like saying, yeah. No, I need to be careful what I say because this could really be offensive, actually. But what I was going to say, bear in mind, I've had a long day and I've been drinking. I was going to say it's like someone eating. No, I can't say it. <laughs> okay, no, this one is a bit better. That's what I said, right. Someone eating fish and being like, well, I'm a pescatarian. And someone being like, no, you eat meat. And they're like, well, no. Yes, I, I, I might eat fish, but it's not meat. I don't eat chicken, bitch. I don't eat chicken. Yeah, but you're eating that, so you might as well eat chicken. Yeah. Might as well is very different to I don't want to. If you can't, you know me, I fucking love a, a bloody metaphor. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, that's that. Um, but that is it for Miles Measures. Uh, it's now time for your favorite part of the podcast. It's cool. It's time for Get the Belt. So my belt this week goes to a old crusty man who should have known way better by the name. I can't remember this motherfucker's name. That fucking cunt that used to host um, Top Gear. You already know who I'm talking about. I can hear going, yeah, you probably said his name before I got there. Jeremy Clarkson. So I'm getting this from the Voice new newspaper. Uh, pressure is building on broadcasters to ditch Jeremy Clarkson amid growing outrage over his vile misogynoir towards Meghan Markle. So the former Top Gear presenter failed to offer a meaningful apology, um, offer a meaningful apology over a column in The Sun. It's already giving where he dreamt of hating Meghan on a cellular level and dreamt of seeing her paraded naked through the streets while crowds threw excrement at her. Now, I'm a Game of Thrones fan. I get the reference. Do I think it's warranted? Hell no. Do I think it should have been said? You know what? Free speech. But do I think someone of his, with his reach and with his platform should be writing that in a publication with their reach to a woman who has undergone so much trauma, so much violence, so many threats, and who's also just recently this week, maybe last week, had a whole Netflix documentary where she expresses this, the fact that she was suicidal, scared for her life and the life of her children. Do I think that that should have been posted and printed for the masses? Hell motherfucking no. It's fucking disgusting. It's a shambles. It's giving I'm racist and I don't give a fuck. It's giving I'm misogynistic and I don't, and I don't give a fuck. It's giving, you know, misogynoir at its finest. And again, the sun. Could have seen this coming. Anyway, the press regulator um, Ipso has received 12,000... Uh, com complaints forcing the sun to remove the comment piece from its website however the newspaper has not apologized if you're buying the sun this belt is for you too that's on period that's on long thick pretty what after a long delay clarkson eventually tweeted that he was horrified at the reaction interesting 
What an idiot. But failed to apologize to Megan or anyone else over his comments. Instead, falsely suggesting he had been misunderstood. I'm fed up. I'm fed up of all of this. I've been misunderstood. You knew exactly what you were doing. That scene literally in, in um, Game of Thrones is abusive. It's horrible. It's barbaric. And you're saying you wish those barbaric things to happen to this girl after you... Kn I know what you would have seen some of the documentary, or at least heard, you know, how it's made her feel. It's yucky vibes. It's disgusting. You deserve all the belt lashings. The sun deserved the belt. Anyone that read it or agrees with it deserves a belt. I'm sick and tired. Um, so gender equality campaigner Gina Martin has called on ITV to fire Clarkson. And there is also pressure on Amazon Prime who employ him for the series Clarkson's Farm. Let's be done with it. There's only one animal in that motherfucking farm and that's him, the little pig, the disgusting man. How dare you? How fucking dare you? The audacity, especially when this literally this Harry and Meghan Markle documentary is lit in, literally in the midst of being released now. Part by part. And you're, and you're printing bullshit like this at your big, big age. Go and learn how to season some chicken, you fucking disgusting man. And you've got a daughter. Apparently he's got kids. On my way into work today, I was listening to um, the radio. I can't remember which one it was. And a mother called in to speak about this and how horrified she was. And it wasn't until a few minutes into this interview, we learned that the mother speaking about how disgusting this was, was the mother of the recently d deceased uh, Caroline Flack, who said, you know, my daughter went and she underwent say, similar scru scrutinies to Megan, obviously not race driven, but there was much in the papers and online uh, being written about her, which wasn't true, which painted her in a bad light. And look at what these words did to my daughter. Caroline Flack took her life. We've literally seen that Meghan Markle wanted to take her own life because of things like this. And we've got publications that will be fully aware of that, fully aware. But for the sake of money and at the cost of, of black lives, no matter how light or how dark they are, willing to, to, to print this and to spread this hate, this abomination for a, bit of, for, a bit of, for a bit of change, for a bit of money. And looking back at things like the slave trade, money money it's fucking disgusting um yeah so my belt goes to the sun it goes to that whatless man mr top gear whatever his name is jeremy clarkson you get the fucking belt you prick and i really really i really hope you get fired from all of these places because what the fuck is it going to take for the world to finally start adjusting it's so it's so fucking wild to me so fucking wild. Yet we've got laws being passed for abominations such as gay sex and, and, and talking about gay shit. But it's completely lawful for you to write shit about anyone. But in this particular case, a young black woman just trying to live a fucking life. Literally just marry her prince and have little mixed race babies and just... 
live her life. Of course, she's not perfect. But the amount of damage that has been caused to this young woman's mental health and the and her family and the implications it has on her as a mother and just as a wife and as a human being. It's just fucking disgusting. And it just lacks empathy, love, God. And it's just full of hate distaste and just dirtiness uh yeah so you get the belt this week i finally got to the end of the show round of applause for me now nah, because for real i <laughs> this i started recording in the morning and you'll see if you're watching this i don't know whether i'm going to post this as a whole watch the whole thing or whether I'm just going to do clips um, but you'll see the difference I look, I look tired as fuck in this second video girl. I look tired as a motherfucker but I'm glad that you guys stuck around and I hope you guys enjoyed the episode it was just me this week it was just me and my my special guest that, that joined me at the end of the episode Patron I put I put her away now because it was I was like okay we got shit to do tomorrow again but um thank you so much for listening to the episode um once again i've been back a minute now but it's so glad to be back honestly like i'm loving it i'm loving the responses i've got a few listeners that literally within hours of the episode releasing uh message get the belt or me directly just to say lol this is so funny i really resonated with what you said about this or that and it, it honestly guys it really does spur me on. So please do share to your Instagram or whatever socials you use. Tag me, tag the podcast, rate the show. It really does mean a lot. And yeah, start sending in your letters again. We've had a couple and thank you for everyone that sent in uh, their questions for Ramel. Thank you so much. Um, please do try and send in uh, the questions or if you want to nominate someone for Melanin Magnificence speak to things if you want to give someone the belt god damn it send me a good good email to contact at getthebeltpod.com um and if you want to send a voice note as well obviously it will have to be 60 seconds but i can play if you send a voice note to get the belt um you can have you i'll like play it through the mic so you can you can be on the podcast and i'll answer any questions you have there and it can literally be about anything but let's keep it who am I fucking kidding? This is not the Red Table Talks. This ain't no Oprah show. You can keep, you can make it as filthy, nasty, as messy as you want. I'ma just say it how it is uh, and just be honest with you as per usual. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it every single week. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. My name is Miles Hart and this is the home of melanin. I can, the liquor. This is home of melanin, magnificence and kingdom of belts. You have been listening to Get the Belt. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.